Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Here for the Right Reasons. I'm your host, Sarah Heron, back from a quick trip in Europe um, to run down all things that we missed in Bachelor Nation or that I missed, um, including the men tell all, Katie and John's red carpet appearances. And I'm joined by someone who you've definitely seen talking about Bachelor Nation on TikTok and all over social media. Hello, Zachary Reality. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. And your trip in London looked fabulous. I was so jealous. Thank you so much. I needed a little break. And of course, the second I do, The Bachelor drops like the most ridiculous promo of all time, which we'll get to. But I was like kind yeah. of offended that that promo came out when I was, you know, in a different time zone. They did that to you on purpose, Sarah. They were trying to get you behind schedule. They're mad at me. I've, you know, I've gotten yeah. some feedback before certain guests, you know, ABC wasn't super <laughs> pleased with what they said. So I feel like it was targeted, but yeah, they're not going to stop me. That. They're not going to stop me. You I know what that. I mean? For sure. Um, you just got to keep pushing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we get into the mental law, which I wanted to start with, just because I haven't had a chance to talk about it. Tell me, tell the Us Weekly readers and listeners a little bit about you and all the shows that you recap all over social media. Yeah, I talk about all types of reality TV, which is why I made all my accounts named Zachary Reality. Um, but I mainly focus on The Bachelor, and not only because that does the the best, it performs the best, makes the most conversation, but also it's just my guilty pleasure, and I've been watching it for over 10 years. So I post probably three to five Bachelor TikToks a day, and I mean... I would say at least four out of five of them go viral. So I am just always talking about The Bachelor and I love it so much. I love that. I definitely remember the first time you, I, maybe it wasn't the first time you covered something from Us Weekly or from me, but people were sending it to me. It might've been like a bigger one. And I was like, oh, like, okay. And ever since then I've been like obsessed. And I'm like, if I get tea, I know I'll end up on your TikTok. And that's, that's a good sign. Yeah, huge fan, Sarah, huge fan. Back at you. Um, okay, let's talk about the men tell all. Um, these episodes are always there. There are parts that I love and parts that I'm like, why am I wasting my time watching this? Um, and I think that this fell in that same category. For you, what was the biggest revelation besides Zach and Tasha, which we'll get to, but with the guys oh. and Michelle, what was your biggest takeaway of the which drama stood out to you? 
I, I loved the mental. I did not have any hopes going into it. I thought it was going to be so bad because so many of the guys were kind of just like such dubs this season. They were mm-hmm. kind of irrelevant, but it really delivered. I thought it was an explosive mental all. The biggest drama for me was the Will versus Peter and the whole girlfriend in the DMs and then the whole pizzeria bad reviews. And then they ended up hugging it out at the end, but he threatened to sue him. I mean, that was probably the most iconic and craziest revelation of all the guys who had drama. I totally agree with you. I need to know more about Peter's sister allegedly being in Will's DMs. Where are those receipts? Because that's, that's what I need. The Yelp reviews, I can't decide if that was, I'm, I'm sure it was either producers left them or other people, just Bachelor fans, you know, making jokes about the jacket in the pool. Maybe Will left one or two. I wasn't following these two that closely on social when the season was airing because they weren't uh-huh. really, you know, relevant. But was, do we know if Will was like actively coming for Peter's, P- Peter's Pizza online? Yeah, he definitely was coming for Peter Peter's Pizza. That's a good point that you said the producers might have wrote those reviews. Yeah. I definitely think Will posted something online kind of encouraging his fans or followers, his like 6,000 of them, to post bad reviews. And I think Will may or may not have left one or two. I don't think they would have brought it up on the screen if Will had nothing to do with it. And I also think it was good for Peter's business because if people did see those bad reviews, at least now they know on TV that it has nothing to do with his actual pizzeria and just has to do with some silly drama on a TV show. So I feel like Peter's Pizzeria is going to thrive from this and I am definitely going to go to it the next time I'm in Florida. I totally agree. It's like a landmark now. And Uh I also think there is a chance because I know that sometimes, I don't know this for a fact, but every once in a while, if there's a scorned contestant and it starts to affect their life in a way that is like affecting their livelihood, they can go to production and be like, listen, like you need to help me out of this mess, whether they want to do it or not. And this could have been a way of like, let's take back the narrative. We'll give you the pizza. Everyone will say they like it. Like, I just wonder, I feel like a lot might've gone into this little gag about the pizza and it worked. I think Peter came out victorious. I think Will looked, uh, he showed his true colors and the whole attitude that Will had all the way through the end. I mean, he threw the papers. He was just being really narcissistic and extra. And I feel like I was so team Peter during this scenario and during the show, I was team Will because I thought the jacket thing was really petty, but at the mental all, I feel like Peter really came out on top. Yeah. And I, he put, Will posted this link. I don't think the papers were real. I think that was definitely an act. But probably not. Yeah, probably not. Um, but Will posted this whole long thing on Instagram, I think um, Tuesday, and it's not totally worth reading, but one of the things he said was what a season it's been. And I'm sure you all know what a whirlwind it has been. If you tuned in every Tuesday, a lot of you saw how the season went for me. Instead of finding my next life partner, I was thrown in drama and tense situations. That being said, I've made peace with it. And as you saw, I made peace with Peter. I don't want to focus on the Peter and will. I don't want you all sending threats or leaving reviews. I've forgiven and forgotten. And now I'm focusing on cheering on the guys in the final three gentlemen. And this whole long thing, PS, his pizza is actually really good. And I'm sure if you visit his pizzeria, you will have a memorable experience. Can't wait to have a slice in Florida, yada, yada, yada. So all's well that ends well, I guess. But I will say that, you know, it entertained me enough during the mental all. I agree with you. I liked that. And I'm glad that Will did that because he did not show any maturity on the actual show. So I'm glad he took to social media. But this still doesn't a- answer our question, Sarah. What happened with the sister in the DMs? What happened? Like, was that, was he just like, was it almost just like a dig to throw out to be like your sister? Or like, did the sister really DM? Him. I'm sure that the sister did. I think a lot of sisters and ex-girlfriends, as we know, get really like they, they want the fame too. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Peter's sister DM to kind of get her name in the mix. Let's get Peter's sister on Paradise. Like how, oh, I'm, I'm sure how Ashley Iconetti could how Ashley Iconetti could bring her sister randomly a yeah. million years ago. Let us have Peter bring his sister. 
Although Absolutely. I saw a lot of guys, a lot of people tweeting like at Mike Fleiss and at, you know, Rob Mills, the names of the guys they didn't want on Paradise because of how Michelle's guys have been very like immature. <laughs> Does anyone stick out to you as someone you do or don't want to see from Michelle's season on another Bachelor show? I mean, I want to see Pardeep on Paradise like immediately. I think he so like isn't so needed. I mean, I think Rodney, I think Olu, I think PJ was a really hot guy in the background. Rick would be great for Paradise. Somebody I don't want to see on Paradise is Chris S. I don't know if they'll bring him there, but he did not take any accountability at the men tell all. And he really tried to like do the silent treatment where like if he stays as low key as possible, he won't get questioned. And it kind of worked for the most part. And then I do not want to see Martin on my TV screens ever again but he has a girlfriend now so hopefully you know he doesn't conveniently break up with her again to go on a tv show i 100 percent agree with everything you just said i love rodney and i think that caitlin was sort of hinting at it that maybe he's going to be the one the problem always is when now that they had the bachelorette airing at this weird time slot in the fall there's so much time between now and paradise like remember when it was Tasha's season and slash Claire. And it was like, Bennett was like the number one guaranteed person in paradise. And then he didn't yeah. even go like, it's hard to get invested, but all those guys you named, I do think had a great mental all and overall had a, had a good season. There was just like five bad apples that really stole the show for a lot of Michelle's season. And Martin was certainly one of them. Um, clearly yeah. he like was dating this girl before the show. Now, you know, he's going whatever public with her. He claimed <laughs> well, he didn't. Of. Kind of. It was like he didn't not show her face. face. Yeah. And I'm just like, Martin, you're not like, I don't know. You're not Andy Dorfman. Like you can't just not show your girlfriend's face. Like maybe he wanted to protect her, but like claim her at the same time. Um, because if he shows her face or tags her, maybe she would get a lot of hate on social media. So I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. That's true because my instinct also was you're not famous enough for this, but it is a good point that the second he opens up to his, this new woman or old woman, whoever she is in his life, that he now uh, allegedly treats like a queen, like he promised to Michelle, um, <laughs> she is opening herself up to backlash and hate. And that's true because I was going to say, even Andy Dorfman, like, love her, but are you famous enough now to hide the identity? It's, you, it's <laughs> like, why post the guy? And Bree Springs is doing this too. She's like posting like his hand and his neck and like literally everything about him. I'm just like either post him or don't post him at all because now you're creating more intrigue than we had already. Like we wouldn't even care enough to look up, look up this person. But I also do think, and like, it is a sensitive time because with the mental all just ending and I'm sure they're getting a lot of hate. And like, I am a little bit more sensitive to that after like, you know, becoming more friendly with some contestants. I'm like, they really do go through a lot of backlash. So maybe he, it's safe for him to wait a few weeks to actually post his girlfriend. Yeah, that's true too. And I want to get to that because I know you were with Anna and everything. But um, I think that when you're on this show, there are two routes you can take. And this was my issue with some of the Katie stuff was like, you're hundred percent should take advantage of your social media following and go for it. Like that would be so silly not to, but you, there's only so much interest that, you know, people like me or you or journalists, whatever can really put into your life. Like it's a lot of you give us the lead and we go for it. Like you like the cryptic tweet, you ditch your engagement ring at a very public place. You, you know, post, a, post something cryptic, you post at the back of someone's head. Like you're, you're playing the game. So you cannot get too upset. You know what I mean? Like I struggle exactly. with it sometimes. And the back of the head photos is kind of opening that like maybe wait a month. If yeah, you want to go definitely, public. I agree with that. Unless you're Tasha Adams, then everything you do is newsworthy. And I was yeah. reporting on literally your every single move. And I mean, I, I just love Tasha, So I can't wait until you bring her up. Let's talk about Tasha right now. Because I feel like that Please. was pretty much the guy. The only other guy that kind of was in the hot seat was Jamie. I don't even yeah. feel like giving him 
any attention or breath or energy. That's I'm on the same page with you. Like Jamie just, he showed himself. And like, if you look at his Instagram, he doubles down in the captions and then doubles down in comments. He's fighting the trolls every step of the way. He did apologize at the end. So like, we'll give him that, but he had to be pushed to apologize because he was very defensive the entire time. Yeah, we don't need him anymore. I'm, I am i don't need him on the show either. Um, he can no. go on like Bachelor in Paradise Canada. They can have him. Yeah, put him there. <laughs> the reject show. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about Zach and Tasha. So obviously there was speculation at the beginning of November that they were broken up shortly after the marathon and a lot of stuff. Um, Life and Style did break the news that they were on a break. Um, we were still trying to confirm it at Us Weekly. I know that. Um, by that Monday, it was pretty obvious. And that's when the rep put out the statement. I think, um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that Tasha and Zach hadn't done it the more traditional way of posting on their Instagrams. Um, I kind of thought and I think now what she said on mental all kind of proves it that they weren't necessarily ready for the media to know it leaked again, ditching your engagement ring on podcast recordings and public events and liking cryptic tweets. Not great. Yeah. Kind of gives you a, gives you away a little bit, but I understand it's a weird thing to navigate. Um, and she said that she was heartbroken. I, we really tried hard and I still love him very much. And I'm not sure what the future holds. You know, it's really tough. We saw her get emotional and walk off. What was your take on what Tasha told Caitlin? Uh, it was so devastating because we did not know what to expect because she didn't really talk about it. She didn't give us any clues. I was so shocked how heartbroken she was because I got the impression and what I read is that she was the one that initially wanted to end it because of, you know, maybe like he was talking down to her or something. If you saw those blinds, if you want to, you know, read into that. So I was shocked to see how devastated she was. And I'm sure she was just embarrassed and mortified that she had to kind of address it at the Mentel all. But I think that that wasn't up to her. I think ABC kind of forced her into addressing it. She also said, because I listened to Bachelor Happy Hour, that the day the news broke, um, the life and style, it was actually that Friday when they filmed the men tell all. So she was already having a horrible day going through all of that trauma, but she had a job to do. So I think she was shaking in her boots. And I think that she got out of it like really quickly because she only talked about it for like literally a minute, but she gave us what we needed and we didn't want to put too much pressure on her. So I liked how she handled it. And I mean, I'm, I'm devastated. I, sh I was such a Zaysha Stan. Yeah. A lot of people were, I think Tasha's really smart. Um, she has not played as the wrong word because I'm not implying that she's like manipulative or anything, but in you yeah. know, media and being a reality star, there's something to that. She's played everything really well from the second she was on Colton season until now. Um, I've interviewed her before. She's very pleasant. Um, and she answers the question, but she also, you know, knows her boundaries. And I think she does a good job navigating that. And that's why, why one of the reasons she's found so much success post-show, you know, we don't see bachelor contestants getting profiles in Cosmo and getting car commercials and a lot of more bigger deals. Um, She's and I the queen. She is a queen. And I think, you know, it's, it's, there's so many things that go into the breakup. I'm, I kind of fall into maybe more like uh, from stuff that I've heard, it's a little bit more like the, she does go out and is like very famous or like wants that. And that he isn't necessarily super into it and mm -hmm. they just fight about it. It's not that one of them is bad, good or bad or right or wrong. It's just that they have different priorities mm -hmm. at the moment. Yeah. And he's a little older than her. Um, and I think that she spends a lot of time away. I mean, the bachelor, yeah. and it also goes to say like, this is kind of a, an assumption, but they spent a lot of the last year apart when she was filming the two seasons of the bachelorette. So the fact that the first time they've had like the longest time together uninterrupted, it kind of imploded 
maybe it was just delaying the inevitable, even though I thought I that proposal was everything. Like everybody loved it. I him. know. I was rooting for Zach so hard. Oh my God. I wanted him to win. And I love them together, but I think you're right. I think they were living really different lives. I don't get the vibe that Tasha's like fame hungry or if she, mm-hmm. and if she is, she's just so classy about it because I feel like she's just a natural born star. And like seeing her at the people's choice awards the other night, like she walked the carpet by herself, stunning. Like everything she does is so stunning. And, perfect. I mean, she's the Beyonce of Bachelor Nation. That's what I call her. I but I really that. do think her and Zach were living different lives. Um, but I hope that they can remain friends. And I hope she gives us like a statement at some point, like on Instagram or just like a mutual breakup caption, just so Zach can have some closure too, because his hands are tied because he's not allowed to talk about it or doesn't want to. And then Tasha's right. the one who gets to speak for it because she's the one that's in the public eye and still a part of The Bachelor. So I feel like it would be better for them if they just kind of address it so we can all just like move on because there's still so many unanswered questions. Yeah, I think that's true. I think there's a one side of it is maybe they haven't really given us much because they aren't ready or don't know if it's totally done. I haven't heard anything about them getting back together um, by any means, but I also heard that she's not like running out of New York by any means either. So it's not like Mm -hmm. she's packing up and and going home. Um, But I think that she, because of all her contracts with clickbait and Bachelor Happy Hour and the show, I would imagine we would get an interview with her and someone whenever she's ready to talk about it. But it's kind of also reminds me of like Becca Kufrin and Garrett. Like there was so much speculation and it was so obvious that they weren't together. And she did like one 10 minute kind of solo moment and then never really spoke about it again. And that was through ABC and like Warner Brothers, whatever those shows. So I could see something similar. Maybe we'll get a Zach interview with Mike and Brian the same way that they got Blake. That's yes, so- but I, I don't know if Zach is jumping at that opportunity unless he really wants to share his side. Like, you know, Blake was like waiting for that. Yeah, that's true. I also think that um, their contracts will, well, Tasha's contract won't be up, but um, Zach's contract will be up at the end of the year because their finale aired last December and it's a full year mm-hmm. since the last episode airs. So if he so chooses to tell his story Zach you know we've spoken I'm available um (laughs) but I also think that his focus is much more on you know his charity efforts and his substance abuse center and hers is focused on her career and they both have so much going on um so it's unfortunate and I think that was that that was just a it was a rough timing because there's been so many Mm -hmm. so many bad breakups yeah and I don't think they want to make each other look bad either so that's probably why they're playing it so coy so it really is just when they're ready they're they're still clearly going through it and it's really dramatic so it's hard I think this has honestly been one of the most dramatic or just like devastating breakups for bachelor fans like I have never seen so many bachelor fans so upset over a breakup yeah they were I think people were just really shocked especially because like after the Blake and Katie thing became kind of like a joke then this was like oh but we we still had them like in the bachelorette kind of has that reputation Uh of being more successful and in the last two years we got our first divorce with Ashley and JP we Mm -hmm. got Becca and Garrett done um a lot Tasha no pressure Michelle no pressure Dale oh Claire of course never forget never forget that yeah Um, no pressure for Michelle I mean I don't have the highest hopes for her and I know we're gonna get into it but um it's probably a lot of pressure for the lead to stay together yeah it's been a rough rough go of it for the last two years um to wrap up Tasha, I wanted to say one it is interesting because you pointed out you know people did speculate a little bit about whether it was something if you know, there was like those blinds about the race and how he was speaking mm-hmm. to her and there was no I never heard any credible thing from that so who knows yeah but that also surprises me that she hasn't said anything to shut that down Oh, yeah. I I just think she doesn't want to give any context about anything. I mean, every answer she's given about the breakup, which was just on her podcast and then the show has just been very 
surface and just very like no detail. So I don't think she just wants to engage in that, especially because it's BS and it's blinds and it's drama. If you read the captions, like I feel like Zach always did treat her right or at least tried yeah. to because it was clear that he really loved him. And you, I mean, he really loved her. And you can tell if you go to his Instagram. I thought so too. Um, you were in Life and Style the other day because of something related to Tasha. Yeah. Can you give me a quick little recap of what happened in Tasha's DMs or what might be happening in Tasha's? Yeah, DMs? I had no idea I was even in that until you sent it to me, and I was like, oh my god. Um, one of the contestants from Tasha's season, Jamari, he was the first person eliminated on um, Michelle's season. Michelle season. He DM'd me like asking if Tasha's DMs are open. I guess I'm like the Bachelor guru or like one of the many Bachelor gurus online, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like I just thought it was so funny that he asked me that. So I was just like, I'm just going to make a TikTok about this, but cut out his name. And then like, I thought it would be a cool way to get engagement with my followers. Cause then everyone's like, who said what, who said what the video ends up getting over 300,000 views. And then the bachelor nation accounts post it on their Instagram stories. And then it gets back to Jamari. Then he sends it to me and he's like, you're hilarious. I was like, thank God. Cause I thought thank he could have been mad at me. So then I was like, oh, well, then I, once he once um, I realized he didn't care, I was like, oh, can I just reveal it's you? And then he's like, yeah, like, as long as you just, like, make it like a joke, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't make him look bad. And, like, he wasn't trying to, like, actually holler at Taisha. I think he was just, like, kind of shooting his shot, but also, like, aware of the situation. He doesn't want to get involved in that mess. But I thought it was just, like, a funny joke to um, make some content about. Yeah. Amazing. He told life, I guess life and style reached out to him. And he said, when I slid into her DMS, I truly was just checking up on her. I've got a lot of respect for her and for her former engagement. I think she's a beautiful person inside and out, but when reaching, when responding to Zachary reality's message, it was only a question. Ultimately, I wish Tasha the best and I hope to hear from her soon. <laughs> I mean, you saw the DMS. I posted them on the TikTok, So, you know, everyone can judge based on that. Yeah, very funny. I mean, I doubt Tasha's like running to go date one of Michelle's contestants right now. Um, but Bachelor Nation, I guess their big thing is you never know until you shoot your shot, you reach yeah. out. Wouldn't be the first and, time. And if she is going to date one of Michelle's contestants, I think Olu would be the best option. Ooh, oh, I love Olu. Justice for him. Hopefully we see him Seriously. again. Let's talk about what to expect from the rest of Michelle's season. The promo looks pretty good. Um, she says in the voiceover she's in love with three people. Nate is soulmate material. Joe is her slice of home. She can see spending her life with Brandon. Those are just some of the pull quotes I took. Uh -huh. Where have you fallen on this season of who you think is going to win, how the ending is going to go, and the promo? I mean, I think she really likes Nate the most. And I think what makes it complicated and difficult, which is why it's a great season of The Bachelorette, is that Nate has the most baggage and Nate has the most bad boy reputation. Is he ready to commit? And then all of this, the rumors about him online, you don't see Joe or Brandon getting those, you know, rumors that he's out or whatever. So I think Michelle is going to pick Nate. I think she's most invested in that relationship. I think if she picked Joe, it would be a safe choice. And I mm -hmm. feel like Brandon is just a little puppy dog. And I don't think he's like like mature enough to be in a relationship with Michelle. I think that they're on two different like pages, but I think Brandon's really sweet. So put him in paradise. So I think she's going to pick Nate. And I think that it's going to be a really dramatic breakup with Brandon. I think we might even get Blake Hortzman vibes when mm -hmm. Becca dumped him. And I'm, I'm kind of getting that the ending is going to go something like that. Oh, I love, I think that's a great call in comparison to Blake because Brandon has seemed so all in. Mm -hmm. And at first I didn't really feel like she was into him at all, but then the last couple episodes, she definitely gave it a little more like the, the hometowns. She was pretty like, like she said, I'm falling in love with you back to him. But I think he's just like, she loves maybe how much he loves her, like any girl would. And he's cute, uh -huh. but he's younger. 
And then with Joe, I think totally safe choice. I feel like their relationship is very high school and very, very starting with the ghosting, starting with the Mr. and Mrs. Minnesota basketball. Like it, and they keep going back to high school. Like every date is like high school prom. Yes. I feel like they're reliving their youth, if that makes, if that makes sense. Because they have known each other for years, even though they didn't mention it. Like they both played competitive basketball in Minnesota. So they've definitely heard of each other throughout like the news and rosters and like in that basketball bubble, maybe they even went to a banquet together in like eighth or ninth grade. So I feel like they're just kind of reliving that like, you know, youth because Michelle also said that Joe is the type of person she would have a crush on in high school. So I don't think that she's going to pick him. I don't think there's enough passion or chemistry with Joe. I think he's kind of boring. Yeah. I think it's very much fizzled. They started off really strong. It was also like the, Oh, he likes me now. Like the question of it, but then it's like, Oh, I'm going to prove like he ghosted me, but like, look, I'm the bachelorette. And there was so much there. And then every episode since like they they've had a connection, but it hasn't really grown. It's been very stagnant. Whereas Nate, has been, it seems like her, the center of her, the apple of her eye. Sorry, Rodney. Exactly. Um, the, her big, like whatever, but her parents seem concerned that Nate isn't ready. Um, what have you heard about Nate? Because I listened to the, she's all that she's all batch podcast. And they had mm. like his ex-girlfriend, I guess, reach out to her. And yeah, I've heard a lot. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I don't like to read everything I hear. Yeah. I think a lot of girls that DM me sometimes with tea are just trying to get some clout um, okay. and, you know, want that attention. But I have gotten a lot of DMs that Nate even had a girlfriend, like going up until the show and that people just like see him out a lot in Austin, like flirting with girls, partying with girls. And it's like, I don't want to believe everything I read or hear. Totally. But it's just like, there's almost too much smoke for there not to be fire, but then he's also the winner. So of course he's going to be, or like most likely the winner. So of course he's going to be a target at the same time. So I definitely think there are red flags with Nate and I think we'll get those answers on after the final rose. Yeah, I hope so, because it's always interesting when stuff like that comes out, because I always go back to Jordan Rogers. I was the first one to be like, Jordan Rogers is not here for the right reasons. This is ridiculous. I love Jordan. No, and now I'm obsessed. And I mean, I've interviewed them both together, separate. Of course. They're so lovely. They're a gorgeous couple. They're still together. But it was just like I fell for the, the, the fodder because he had, you know, like a famous family. It just didn't really it whatever and the edit they kind of they but i remember on that after the rose they like showed the tabloid covers that season got a lot of press because of the aaron Rodgers connection Mm -hmm. so i hope that they go there and show any rumors or talk about any speculation with nate because it hasn't gotten as much mainstream media attention so i don't know if it will but on she's all batch um the bachelor podcast the his ex-girlfriend i guess who was his like high school girlfriend or college girlfriend who he had been with on and off for six years told them that he was lying about never bringing a girl home. So I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I did. I did hear that as well. And I also think with Jordan, he was like a full blown celebrity before the show, like because yeah. of his brother and his football, like Nate definitely like wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very new to him. And I wonder how he's like digesting. He seems to like have a good sense of humor about everything. Yeah. Like now he's more interactive, but I think he was really nervous at first on social playing it really safe. And like I said, we'll see what happens on after the final rose. And I mean, if Michelle picks him, I just have concerns that it's not going to last more than three to six months. Yeah. I love Michelle. I all oh, none of these guys have really impressed me throughout the run of the show. I thought actually last week Nate got I've been questioning him the whole time. I thought he was like really cocky. Um, but then I did get a little like, oh, I loved seeing him with his parents. I felt that was real, like his stepdad and him. I thought that was lovely. And I was like, all whatever happens, he will always have this. Like it felt very genuine and real to me. Um, it was. But it now was it's like probably the best moment of the hometown date, Nate yeah. and his moment with his stepdad. But I also really think Nate has been so mature 
throughout the season in so many situations when guys have come at him and just like the way he handles himself. So even though there is all this like buzz that he might be like an immature player, like I feel like Nate on the show seems very authentic to me. And I actually like want to root for him. It's just like what's going on on social media that makes it harder. Yeah, I think he's one of those people that people are either really shipping or not. I think also people just love Michelle. So they want it to work out. Whether yeah. we really like these guys or not, which who knows, maybe people like them more than I, I think Brandon's great. I think Rodney was great. I really liked Rick. Um, Olu was is really cute. So there's definitely guys in there, but just the way we're at now, I don't know. It maybe the season also just feels rushed to me. I mm. just have so I'm having a hard time like believing in the love stories of it, but the promo looks pretty good. You see her at the end, you know, on the uh, final rose ceremony, like uh, platform being like, oh God, what am I doing? And it's like Uh giving me, I just read Hannah Brown's book when, you know, and she talks about how when Jed was proposing her, she was like screaming no inside, but said yes. So I'm like, oh, is she having one of those? Like, whatever, are they going to show it? Like, I, I, I have high hopes for the last two episodes. I don't think Michelle will get engaged if she doesn't want to. I I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't get engaged. I feel like she's so logical and she's also a little bit of an older bachelorette. Like Mm -hmm. Hannah Brown was like 24 at the time. So like, you know what I mean? But Michelle is just so established in her life and as like a full grown adult that I don't think she will get engaged if she does not want to. And I think she can get out of it. I mean, Matt James got out of an engagement. You can kind of tell that if you refuse to get engaged, the show can't force you no matter how hard they try so i wouldn't be surprised if there was no engagement this season that's a good point too and it is that's so true we've seen and every, every since i used to say it was every time ever since colton jumped that fence uh-huh. we our endings have been insane but to transition into clayton we got to blame mr ben higgins for saying i love you <laughs> to two women to prompt clayton to say it to three and to confess that he slept with two at least two of them at the rose ceremony uh-huh. i mean what was Crazy. your like how do you feel about that promo? I like watched it like six times. It looked insane. My, what I gathered is that he sent a girl home. Like he had three fantasy suites that he was in love with and then sent, sent one girl home and then told the final two girls at that rose ceremony that he slept with them. I think it's going to be a good season. I love The Bachelor. I like it way more than The Bachelorette because I love Same. all the women. However, I get really frustrated about these promos because I feel like they just give too much away. And we obviously don't know the context of this like, situation yet until it plays out. But you clearly saw the final two or three girls. And it's just so frustrating because I don't want to know the spoilers. But I guess like it's impossible not to know when you have to break down these trailers for work and then you're a Bachelor content creator. So it's just <laughs> kind of like... I might as well go with the flow, but I miss those days, Sarah, where I didn't know spoilers. I know. I mean, I agree with you. I do everything I can to avoid things to some degree, and then you have to look into some stuff, and it's a weird way to watch the show for sure. Uh Um, For this, I mean, I think they did it like this just because of all the crap they've been getting for choosing Clayton. Um, People have not understood it. And now it's like, how can you not watch that season? Like, we, yeah. if you've been tuned out of The Bachelor and you start putting that on, you're like, oh, like, who cares who the lead is? This looks like dramatic. And you have been watching and you're like, why would Clayton get this job? He's just like, whatever, a generic contestant. Seems like a perfectly uh-huh. fine human, but nothing really super special about his story on the show. You watch that and you're like, well, I gotta see how the two girls react when he tells them out of fantasy suite, not even just in individual rooms, in a fantasy suite uh-huh. that he slept with both of them. Like, that's insane. I'm so I mean, happy. It's not, the, it. it's not the first time Elite has slept with multiple contestants. So right. it's going to be good. And I actually think everyone's going to tune into The Bachelor, even if they say they are not. I think there's a large portion of people that skip this season of The Bachelorette or are just going to watch the final few episodes. But it's like after the holidays, after you get that time with your family, like The Bachelor is the perfect time to air right after the New Year's. So I think everyone's going to be invested and come back. And it's going to be a good season. I have high hopes for it. 
I do too. And I think that trailer, man, it just really, it got me. I was like so sucked in. I'm like, I swear to God, if any of this is not what actually happens, because always, they're always teasing us. But this feels like, I mean, he's, the words were, I'm in love. I slept with two, like uh-huh. he, he said it. So I can't, I can't imagine they Frank and bite, like did like put too many of those together. Like it felt insane. I'm so excited. And the guys all seem to love Clayton. So that's a good yeah. sign. Cause they, well, they get I mean, along with course. each other. They have to hype him up regardless. The producers are probably like, hype Clayton up when we say so, hype him up. <laughs> yeah. But I just can't wait to see the girls. Like, I love all of the girls, the drama, the fashion. There's going to be this one villain. I believe her name is Shanae. She was the girl in the initial trailer that was, like, cursing everybody out. Okay. She is going to be, like, a hoot. Like, she's going to be giving us, like, OG Bachelor villain vibes. Ooh, and yes. I think she's going to go on a two-on-one date. Like, she is definitely going to be one of those girls that everyone's talking about. And then I don't know if you heard, there's this girl, Gabby, going on the show who used to date Dean Unglert. Mm-hmm. So and Blake. And Blake, yeah. So, and she's going far. I mean, no spoilers, but she's going very <laughs> far. So I think that that is going to be a huge storyline. And that, like, we love a good, like, dynamic, like a good tie. Like, it makes it more interesting. So I think there's a few really good women that are about to become really iconic in Bachelor Nation. Uh, from your mouth to God's ears, I'm really yes. hoping. And also, I know that Kaylin has, of Dean and Kaylin has a friend who's also on the season, and they have like a competition of it, like internally on Help I Suck like a Dating podcast of who's gonna uh-huh. go farther. Like, I just and we have pageant girls too. We have um, two or three pageant girls who are gonna be on this season. And I would not be surprised if we got another pageant drama like Kaylin and Hannah. They do. I mean, we still, by the way, that's the one thing that book was missing was what really happened. Oh, I know. I literally, she said one thing about it, that it became too dramatic on TV. But I'm like, no, 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 no. I was so mad about Hannah Brown's book that it didn't give more tea about that. Or just like her relationships with all the other girls in the house. Hannah really focused on her relationships with guys and how that led to like finding herself. Yeah. Colton's season got pretty like glossed over. Um, Mm -hmm. Before we get into Katie and John, speaking of, did you watch Colton's show? What did you think? I did watch the documentary. Um, I tried to be very careful about covering it because it's a very sensitive subject with Colton and his past. And a lot of people were like boycotting watching it. But as a gay man, there was no way I wasn't going to watch the first yeah. gay bachelor's reality show. I thought I he did a, I thought he did a really good job. Um, I liked so many different elements about it. I liked the education behind it of having the NFL football players come in and, you know, learning about cis privilege and different types of like important topics in the LGBTQ community. I also love seeing Colton come out to his family and those dynamics, even though they were probably like maybe like a little fake, um, not his dad thing, but a couple Um, of those were like a little produced, like of course they already knew, but I love that heart. And I just related to him so hard. I remember coming out to my parents and like my friends and it's like, you really do have to come out to everyone in your life. That's important to you one at a time. And it does get tiring and then it's exhausting. So I'm so glad that he is free and that he is able to be himself. I wish that the circumstances were different so that I could support him even more. Um, But I also loved the juiciness of the show. I almost want a season two because I love seeing him with the gays in Nashville and the drag queen. I'm like, we need to see more of that, but we need that with Colton like actually out of his shell because I still felt like he was holding back and too concerned about the cameras and his image during a few of the episodes, especially around the other gays. So, I mean, I think I wouldn't be mad about a season two. Yeah. I mean, he has a boyfriend now. I don't know if his boyfriend has any interest on being on this show. I, um, think, so. I think that it should be interesting to see because Netflix, you know, there was so much backlash. I don't know, you know, how many people have watched it. It seems like he's reposting a lot of positive reactions, but there are um, definitely people who are, you know, 
because of everything that happened with Cassie and that's their prerogative to say, I'm not going to even watch the show. I, I thought the stuff with the football players in the NFL was by far the most like, it's just interesting to watch and Mm -hmm. could really potentially help people. Some of the stuff with the church was also yeah a lot there was a lot of there was just a lot of going on in those six episodes like there was a lot of layers my favorite moment was him coming out to his dad though that was beyond the most emotional moment of the season yeah i think so too i did a whole breakdown last week and i went into cassie stuff a lot so you guys can go listen to that if you haven't um but before i let you go we got to talk about katie and john yeah so um what is your initial reaction to them dating before i get into a few just like comments that i wanted to to recap for everyone what because i went in i went in already on this on this show yeah. what do you think about katie and john dating after her breakup from blake i mean i'm so here for it i think that they are such a good match and i love that they were friends first they were hanging out for like six months going into um before they started a relationship i know for a fact that she did not cheat on blake with John. I know that for a fact. So we can put those rumors to bed. She really did wait um, or just kind of like, you know, things just happen naturally. I think after that relationship ended with Blake, but I was just really happy for her because I can tell that they really like each other and that they match more and that they vibe more and that John is actually into her. Um, I still, to this day, kind of believe that Katie and Blake was just a bachelor um, sham proposal. And I'm not mad at either of them for it, especially Katie as the lead, but I, I don't think the engagement was ever real. And I don't think they were ever truly in love. So I think that's why it was really easy for her to kind of move on so quickly to somebody who was her best friend. So I'm, super here for them. I think Katie and Blake, which I think I said, even when it was airing, it was just so physical. Um, and that maybe Katie was blinded by that a little bit, especially because of all the emotional mm-hmm. like trauma she was going through with her other finalists yeah. at the time. You know, you have a single father, you have someone who's quitting, quitting the show. You have like, I feel like she, the emotional stuff by the end, she couldn't handle it anymore. So she picked someone who she was very sexually attracted to. They clearly had no problems in that area. But yeah, I mean, I, I air a little bit on the, okay, like maybe that's fine that you're dating, but did we really need a Taylor Swift challenge? And you know, I just kind of feel you a little bad what? for Blake. Katie, I don't feel bad for Blake honestly um Katie loves the mess and she yes. is a huge fan of the bachelor and she um she's petty and like she's petty in a good way that you either love or hate her I think she is living for the attention I think she's living for the drama and I mean I love her for it because I think it is like authentically her and she's just having fun with it and trolling the trolls so I'm here for the 12 days of messy and I think it was um it was a little extra but I think it was fun And I also think we don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes. So I just feel like, you know, it's fun. So I'm here for it. I will say I, the second anyone gives you all this mess and then if they admit, if they clap back too hard where they start blaming like the headline or whatever, that's when I like lose it. When I'm like, you can't give us this. She hasn't done that. She hasn't, yeah. she's very, she's responds to a troll or whatever, but she hasn't been like not owning the fact that she's doing this. Like she's kind of yeah. creating her own mess and they're making TikToks, her and her friends, they're calling themselves controversial crew and all that uh-huh. stuff. Um, you were just with a member of the controversial crew. Yes. How was, how was Anna? Tell me everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to like get, I'm trying to be initiated into the controversial crew. You know, it's not even supposed to be called the controversial crew. I think like one fan wrote that in a TikTok comment section and then Katie kind of ran with it. And then I made a TikTok about it, making it even bigger of a thing. Um, Anna is so cool. I really enjoyed hanging out with her. Um, 
I really just feel like the show just like doesn't really accurately represent who a lot of people are on The Bachelor. And I feel like Anna has this like reputation, but if you get to know her, she's so funny, she's so cool. She's friends with a lot of the girls from that season. So, I mean, I really enjoyed hanging out with her. All right, well, that's good to hear. I obviously, we know, have to have to know that we're not getting a hundred percent of who people are. I did see one of the things Katie clapped back at was someone responding to her. And this isn't even a clap back, but someone said, as much as it sucks, while everything unraveled, you look so genuinely happy. You guys seem like a much better fit. It looks more natural rather than forced. But did he meet your aunt yet? And she shared a photo of John with Aunt Lindsay. So, you know, they're, they're definitely going strong, these two. He's met Aunt Lindsay. Could have been when they were just friends, but he looks like he's cuddling up to her a little bit in the photo yeah. that's on Reddit. Um, so that's interesting. And then Us Weekly did catch up with Katie and John at the People's Choice Awards. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, um, one of our reporters out in LA, they said they're really good. We're just enjoying life. We're not holding back for anybody. They are extremely happy. Katie said, we're in the honeymoon phase right now. He was my best friend before. So I think that's what makes it the best, honestly. Um, she, they joked about the fact that he was wearing the suit that he got dumped in on the show. And I'm glad that they did. Cause I was about to like, I was like, his suit is just not trendy enough for the people's choice awards. I was like, where is the style, John? This is your first major red carpet. But I, now it's kind of funny because that was the suit that she sent him home in. And I loved her outfit. I loved the rainbow. I think she looked flawless And her, that interview she did with us weekly on the carpet. Like she's just, she's so funny. And like, if you can like, to know Katie is to like love her. And if you can just like appreciate her sense of humor and how much fun she's having with all of this, you know, careless drama, like it, it's fun to engage with. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I'm like, I'm liking that you're saying that because I was very aggressive. towards I get it. You I can be it. the other side. That's good. We, you know, we bounce in again. It's they're real people. And of course, like don't, no one needs to be getting death threats or anything crazy yeah. because of this. Like it's like, relax everyone. But she did say to wrap it up, people are always going to judge what they see online. The truth will speak for itself. Um, and when asked whether she had spoken to Blake since their split, Katie said, yes, yes, I'll leave it at that. So we don't know when that was exactly. And I think that was probably as much as I want to know everything smart of yeah. her not to maybe engage with that question. Like she's learned yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Well, Blake said on the Talking It Out podcast with Brian and Mike that he had to like send her a package of like some stuff that she left in Canada. So I think that they're on good terms. I don't think they're going to be the best of friends, but I don't think that they're at the end of the day, I don't think that there is any bad blood between them. Oh, I do. Because of his mom liking all those, those comments. But I think the mom was just a little more salty. And I also think the mom was trying to ride the coattails as well of the relationship. So maybe that's why she's a little mad. I don't think Blake and Katie like hate each other. I think that they'll be fine. I think that they'll, it'll probably just kind of go, go away. To I mean, I don't think Katie and John are going to go away, but I think that it'll just depend on what Blake decides to do. If he does, does a lot of press, you know, if uh -huh. Katie and John do a lot of press, seems like they're not hiding, not saying they should, but the more you do put yourself out there, the more you're going to get asked about the same thing. It's been how many years and Sean Booth was just making headlines about stuff he said about Caitlin. <laughs> but so, he also never even spoke out Sean Booth, like for I years, know. he never did a podcast. Uh, but it does depend on what Blake does. Is he going to Bachelor in Paradise next summer? Is he going to Bachelor in Paradise Canada? It depends if he continues with reality TV. I got the impression from the podcast he was on that he's really just focused focused on wildlife prevention in Africa and saving the rhinos. Yeah, so I wouldn't you. be surprised if he moved on with his life, but I also wouldn't be surprised if we saw him in paradise next summer. Yeah, I think it's kind of addicting. And I also think Katie's got a little bit of that too. Like once you get the spotlight on you, it's hard to give it up. And it hasn't even been that much long, long since she's, this has been yeah. one year of her life. Matt James season started airing almost a year ago. So it's been a crazy year. It should be interesting to see what all of these people do next. We will be breaking it all down. Tell everyone where they can watch all of your videos and on the platforms and everything like that. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me and for everyone for listening. You guys can follow me at Zachary Reality on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Um, TikTok is definitely the best place to follow me as I'm always posting all of the tea that I should not be spilling on The Bachelor. So yeah, go check it out over there at Zachary Reality. All right. And thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back next week to break down the final two episodes of Michelle's season. We've got one airing on the 14th and the finale airing on the 21st. And then I will have a quick little chat with Michelle on the 22nd and her winner, whoever that may be, if she's got one. So if you have any questions for Michelle, definitely send them to me. And hopefully I'll end up on Zachary Reality's TikTok if I get at least one good Absolutely. answer from Michelle. All right. Bye. <laughs> have a good rest of your day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.